Sad, 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 Hey y'all, said Lover, back with another podcast, Come On Son, the podcast, as always, overseen by Combat Jack, produced by Krista Hayes, managed by Kimana Paulus, and created by me, Ed Lover, podcast. Today is a perfect day to podcast for me, because I'm here in Chicago, and uh, whereas yesterday it was 74 degrees and sunny on Cinco de Mayo, today is May 6th, and... When I left my morning job at 104.3 Jams, Chicago's number one for throwbacks, it was like 68 degrees, and the sun was poking through the clouds, and everything was cool, and now the temperature has dropped like almost 20 degrees. Yeah, it's like 48 now, something like that, outside, and it's cloudy, and it's been drizzling off and on, so... Today is the perfect day because I'm not compelled to be outdoors running around trying to do stuff. And I got a real busy work week this week. First of all, I want to say happy birthday to my producer, Krista Hayes. Her birthday is Thursday. I want to say happy birthday to her. Really smart man. Great, great, great person Krista is. And Krista, we love you. I love you. I'm happy to have been working with you for these past couple of years on everything from both my show in Atlanta, now my show in Chicago. You came to Chicago with me, podcasting from Atlanta to Chicago. You edit it, you put it all together, you make it happen, you post it, you do all of that. And um, it's really, really greatly appreciated. We don't have one of those podcasts where we always make money off doing the podcast. Sometimes we make money, sometimes we don't. And Kristen's been doing it on the Love Love for a long time, and it is, is, is fucking greatly appreciated, honestly. And the other reason why today is a really good day for me to do my podcast is because today is the day that they laid John Singleton, the acclaimed director, to rest. John Singleton's funeral is today, and John was complicated in many ways. Um, John was a genius when it came to filmmaking. And for a lot of people, you know, you didn't really hear a lot about John Singleton early in his career. Like, he wasn't really kind of like a golden boy from any of the film festivals and anything like that. He's just a guy that really loved making films from South Central Los Angeles. And he represented South Central very well. He gave us Boys in the Hood. He gave us Four Brothers. He, gave, he did a Fast and the Furious I mean, like, John loved to work with people that were from South Central Los Angeles. If it wasn't for John Singleton, would Ice Cube have a career right now as an actor? Really? Without John Singleton? I mean, the youngest ever to be nominated for an Academy Award. The youngest director ever out of everybody who's ever directed a movie. He's the youngest to be nominated for an Academy Award for Boys in the Hood. He didn't win it. But he still was nominated. He gave us Tupac and Poetic Justice with Janet Jackson and Joe Torrey and Regina King. Him and Regina, who just won her first Academy Award um, 
this last Academy Awards Oscar ceremony, just won her first, who's been really, really, really great for such a fucking long time, and it was nice to see her win. She worked with John before. John and I uh, got to know each other pretty well over the years. I wouldn't say John was was a close, close friend, but we were very friendly towards each other when we saw each other. And um, I can remember when Who's the Man came out in 93, John, uh, he told me about it, very blunt with his opinion on things. And, you know, you got to take people's opinions on stuff even when it doesn't agree with your opinion. And John said, I thought it could have been shot a little better. Um, I thought the story could have been a little better, but I did laugh a lot, Ed. I did laugh a lot. And I really, I really appreciated that coming from this guy, man. I mean... Without John, Cube doesn't go on to do Friday. There's no Friday after next, none of that. If it wasn't for John Singleton giving Cube that spark to do what he was going to do, there's absolutely no way Malcolm Lee would be making films. I mean, John learned, you know, Spike really kicked open the door, Spike Lee, for black directors, right, doing their own thing. Around that time, it was really only John Singleton, Spike Lee, and Matty Rich. Um, later on in life, we got a lot of them, man. And it's all because of, you know, it started really with Spike, but then he handed it to John, and John inspired Matty Rich. John inspired Lee Daniels. John inspired Antoine Fuqua. John inspired F. Gary Gray, DJ Pooh, Ice Cube. Everybody that went on after that, man, everybody, man, is, you know, John Singleton, Morris Chestnut. When did you really know about Morris Chestnut until he played Ricky in uh, Boys in the Hood? And one of the weird things about it was the guy who was from Boys in the Hood who played the black cop that kind of shoved Cuba Gooden Jr. in him around and threw him on the hood and wanted to, I'll shoot you in your motherfucking head. He, he just passed like, Either the day John passed or the day before or something like that. That actor whose name I can't remember right now. But he passed away too, man. And it's just all of these people that we seem to grow up with. And then all of a sudden they're not here anymore. And I know and I truly believe in my heart that People are here. We're all here for a reason in the seasons. One thing that we have to do is we don't have to die sooner or later, right? But John was only 51 years old. He had snowfall on FX. He had just came to Chicago and sat with me and did um, a podcast with me and a radio interview with me um, with the star of Snowfall. Um, and um, we just had a great conversation about why he decided to go from film to television and you know he was blessed and talented enough that it it wasn't really that difficult for him once he became an acclaimed director to move into television because when you tend to win people tend to want to work with you because your work speaks for itself so John didn't really have a hard transition going from television, I mean from film to television, he just found the people he wanted to produce with and got a deal like that with FX and just started doing Snowfall, man, and, you know, thinking back to when John did Poetic Justice and came to your own TV raps with Tupac, and that 
that that famous, famous, famous episode when Tupac was talking about his problems and his fights with the Hughes brothers and um, going to court for that, and John had to testify, and Tupac ended up doing, I think, like 15 days, if I'm not mistaken. If you guys know your Tupac history better than I do sometime, I, I just forget how many exact days he had to do in jail because of it, but that was an iconic moment in television that John Singleton was there. Somebody just sent me a picture the other day of us um, at a player's ball. I can't remember who actually threw the party, but some of the people, man, that is, that's in that picture, oh, my God. It's such an iconic picture. And if you go on, follow me on Instagram at Mr. Ed, you know, just Ed Lover on Instagram. I'm Mr. Ed Lover on Twitter. But if you go to Ed Lover on Instagram, you'll see that picture is John, uh, uh, Damon John from FUBU, right? Mastermind and creator of FUBU, now Shark Tank, super multimillionaire. Damon John is in that picture. Me, Buck, who was, I believe, at that point, vice president of entertainment when they had Junior Mafia um, was signed to that label through Atlantic Records, on Rivera, who went on to become quite a director himself, and he was the un in entertainment. He was Biggie's partner. Um, like I said, Buck, on Leote Blacknor, who was the um, she was she was Puff's assistant for a long time, and then she went on to become she went on to go to entertainment. And while she was at entertainment, she rocked out crazy and became um, chief of staff and, and everything for entertainment, man. It was, it, was, it was crazy. That picture was crazy. John Singleton, of course, is in that picture. So here's the order. Damon John, myself, Buck, on from entertainment, John Singleton, Leote Black, and Jay Martin Alexander, who's also um, Damon John's partner in FUBU. That's an iconic, iconic-ass picture right there. And John was there, and that just reminded me of how many times I didn't even remember that I took a picture with John Singleton from that night. Because there's also a picture of myself with Shine and Heavy D and Guy from 5001 Flavors and Troy from 5001 Flavors. This is a bunch of us, man. And I didn't even remember that I took a picture with John that night. And that's just how many times my path has crossed with John Singleton and how many people John Singleton has touched in one way or another throughout his career. And at 51, too early, man. Too early. John's another example of why men have to get checked up and check, you know, get yourself checked out and go to the doctor and do what you need to do. Because he was suffering from hypertension. He had a stroke, uh, slipped into a coma and never recovered, man. But John Singleton, man, John Singleton is one of those iconic figures that just make you believe that I can do that. He's one of them guys that just makes you believe that I can do that. Not that you could come up with a storyline as good as his or that you wanted to compete with John Singleton, but just one of those guys that was so rooted 
in his community and so rooted in what he believed in and so loved filmmaking that he made a lot of people believe that they could make it, that they could get movies into the movie theaters, that they could be successful, that they can push the envelope on what kind of things they wanted to represent the African-American way of life or the African-American lifestyle or whatever happens with us for real, like the real deal stuff. Because when we saw Boys in the Hood, that was the real deal. Like, maybe there wasn't, you know, the actors wasn't all there, you know, all real. Remember, Nia Long was in was in that too. Remember, Angela Bassett was in that movie. Remember, Lawrence Fishburne was in that movie. John put some heavy-hitting people on that screen that a lot of times white executives and white Hollywood just ignores no matter how good they are as actors a lot of times they get ignored. A lot of times. And a lot of times John Singleton was putting people on left and right. And he deserves everything that everybody is saying about him. You know, Tyree worked with Tyrese. Man, he gave us Baby Boy with Ving Rhames. You know, you want some of this bacon? One of Come on. Uh, Snoop was in that Baby Boy. Omar Gooding. He worked with Omar Gooding, who was with Tyrese, played Tyrese's friend in... Um, Baby Boy. Omar Gooding was in that movie, yo. That's Cuba Gooding Jr.'s little brother. Cuba Gooding Jr.'s father is Cuba Gooding Sr., who is uh, the lead singer of The Main Ingredient. And if you don't know your history on The Main Ingredient, I suggest you do so. There's many, many, many great songs that Cuba's father had sang. My favorite, Just Don't Want to Be Lonely. So if you want to go to YouTube, type in Main Ingredient and listen to I don't mind when you say that you're going away. Just don't want to be lonely. And that's Cuba's father and his group, the main ingredient, singing that. So John's, man, his touches through families and, and, and actors and actresses and, you know, all of this money that you could look back and see that Tyrese is making, but John put the dude in Baby Boy and made Tyrese a star among black people even further than the singing career did. I just want to take some time out, man, and say something positive about somebody that had such an impact on us from in front of the camera and behind the scenes. Man, I mean, not really in front of the camera, but in front of behind the scenes as a director, you still kind of in front of the camera because it's your vision. It's the way you want to do things. But John fought for us in Hollywood. John knocked down doors in Hollywood, man. And and that all started with Spike. Spike gets the props for handing it to John. And John gets the props for handing it to a whole shitload of other people, just like Spike Lee did. A whole shitload of other black directors and writers and all of that stuff, man. You know, a lot of people blow up in this world and they forget a whole a lot of people that sacrificed and did stuff and opened the door for stuff, for things for them. Like, I always like to talk about, you know, hip-hop. That's my main thing, but I'm just a music fan. I've always been a music fan, you know, and people talk about the greatness of Kanye West, but you can't talk about the greatness of Kanye West without talking about the greatness of Amali Maul or, 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 or Pete Rock 
And you can't talk about their greatness without talking about the people that came before them. You know, Larry Smith, who was doing Houdini and Run DMC stuff. Rick Rubin, you can't like, you know, Marley was around with the Juice Crew with Bismarck and Kane and all of that, man. You can't, you know, you can't talk about certain people without, you know, oh, well, Drake was the first one singing on the record. That's, that's, that's not true. That's not true. Drake might have did his thing right now in this generation with his melodic stuff. But if you go back and look and do your research, if you young, you don't remember, Curtis Blow sang a whole damn song. It was called Daydreaming on his album. If you remember, KRS-One was singing, ooh, on a battle record. What's the matter with your DJM? She's saying, don't you know that he's out of touch? That stuff been around. It's just, you know, you got to remember everybody that did it before you. You have to remember the people because they are super, super important. John Singleton is one of those people, man. Super important, man. Mario Van Peoples, you know, Mario Van Peoples, his pops, man. Come on, man. Come on. Sweet, sweet backs, badass revenge. He's one of the first black directors to get a film in the movie theaters. We just don't even, Melvin Van Peoples, we don't even like to talk about them dudes. Because we don't know our history, so we tend to forget it. And I don't want people to forget John Singleton. I don't want people to forget what John Singleton has meant. It's hard, yo. It is It is absolutely hard out there, man. It's hard. For any black director that's good, you could be a black director, direct videos and all of that stuff, man. But come on, man. For you to get a feature film? It's hard, man. Hype Williams did Belly, man. And Hype's direction on Belly was really good. I didn't enjoy the storyline on Belly like a lot of people. Oh, Belly's a classic. I just thought storyline was, I didn't I didn't dig it, man. It's too many things to happen too fast. It didn't make sense to me. But cinematically, she was gorgeous. Have you really seen Hype Williams as a director in, in you know, on the level of Spike Lee and Antoine Fuqua and F. Gary Gray and Malcolm Lee and all the other black people out there directing stuff and doing stuff. You know, Terry Vaughn got her thing going on. They used to be on the Steve Harvey show. She's directing. It's not easy for us. Fat Five Freddy got something on Netflix right now. The more these streaming services come up, the easier it is for us to get jobs as producers and directors and writers. And it's, it, you know, a lot of it is because that door was knocked down by people like Melvin Van Peoples and then, you know, giving inspiration to people like Spike Lee and then Spike Lee. Come on, son, son.